Well, hello, Power Hour Squad. Welcome to another interview at the YouTube Power Hour podcast. I'm back interviewing one of our guests from about a year ago, Kimberlea. So this is the second time I've had her on the podcast, and I'm really excited about that. If you are new here to the podcast, welcome. If you are looking for answers about YouTube, how to start, how to grow a YouTube channel, then you are in the right place. We've got interviews with YouTube creators. We've got advice, tips, and strategies. And to my returners, welcome. I think you guys are going to really love this interview. But before we get into that, I do want to highlight one of our boot campers, Karen, who is sharing a little bit about her experience with the Zero to Influence YouTube Bootcamp, which is enrolling really, really soon. So get your name on the wait list. Erica changed my world. I've been listening to her podcast for over a year and became hooked on hearing all the success stories. And I was fascinated by how so many people started from nothing and then built these highly successful, awesome YouTube channels. And I couldn't help but think to myself, I can do this. I see myself doing this. So without hesitation, I signed up for Erica's boot camp this year and it just wrapped up recently and it seriously changed my life. It changed my outlook on life. A lot of things rang true with this boot camp. At the very end of the boot camp, she actually said, this is all about finding your purpose in life. And who doesn't want to find their purpose in life, right? When you decide to create a YouTube channel, it's a lot of time. It's a lot of work. And it's actually more than I ever thought it would be. And it makes sense to me that this boot camp would really help you find your purpose in life. Because when you create a YouTube channel, you're spending a lot of time and energy. And you have to love doing it. Erica helped me uncover my strengths. I came to her with my thoughts and my ideas, and she actually found something in me that I knew was there, but was a little too afraid to run with. But guess what? I'm running with it and I'm doing it. And I'm super excited to grow my channel and keep coming up with creative ideas. Another thing I really, really, really loved about Erica's bootcamp was the Power Accountability Group. She put us in small groups where we could really build solid relationships with a few other ladies, and I have made friends for life, that is for sure. We are still daily corresponding with each other, and it's just so amazing to find other like-minded individuals to become new friends with and you know help support each other. Finally... What I really, really loved about the boot camp was the workbook. She gave endless exercises and things to think about regarding our channels. And it really did help me get a lot of clarity on what I was trying to do here because it's a lot. When you decide to take on YouTube, it's a lot. And she really helped to clear my mind and hone in on my strengths and pick out the most significant ideas that I've had. Um, going on in my head, just dancing around there. So overall, Erica's amazing. She's highly motivating. She's present. She's attentive. She knows what everyone's channel is about and what they're trying to do. And I just am so glad that I signed up for it and I will take everything I've learned and put it into my YouTube channel. And 
I hope you guys make the decision to sign up for the next boot camp as well, because you definitely will not regret it. So thank you so much, Erica. Thank you for that, Karen. Like I said, this is the second time Kimberlea has been a guest on the podcast. The first time it was a little over a year ago. It was a two-party, two-parter. And she went in depth on how she was able to go from working a full-time grueling corporate job and then doing YouTube full-time, all while being a single mom. And I've been fortunate to get to know her even more since she enrolled in the boot camp earlier this year. And in this episode, we talk about some of her struggles that she was faced once she became a full-time YouTube creator, as well as a decision that she made during the boot camp that took her channel to over 200,000 YouTube subscribers and has brought even more traffic and business to her online shop. So here's her bio, and then we're going to get into the interview. Kimberlea has been dubbed the Pop Sockets queen by hundreds of thousands of people and has introduced millions of people to the Pop Sockets brand. She never could have guessed one quick video as a small YouTuber about her excitement over a new phone grip would catapult her into the world of making a full-time living off video creation. Now at over 200,000 subscribers and 14 million lifetime views, she's taken tech accessories to a whole new level, which she refers to and has coined phone fashion. Kimberlea hasn't just stopped at having YouTube success. She's created an entire brand of her own, Kimber.com, where she designed and sells her own cell phone cases. So I love this conversation with Kimberlea. She definitely has an entrepreneurial mindset, which is really important as a YouTube creator, especially if you are wanting to do YouTube full-time or if you're looking at utilizing YouTube as a traffic generator to your business. So if you haven't listened to the first episode, or actually it was a two-parter, the first two-parter with Kimberlea, I will link it in the show notes. Definitely go back and listen to it after this episode. And I hope you enjoy. Well, hello, Kimberlea. Welcome back to the podcast. Hi, I'm so excited. I know. I'm so glad to have you. And it's been a lot of changes have happened in the last year since you've been on the podcast. First off, the podcast is no longer called Beauty in the Vlog. <laughs> it's that's now right. the YouTube Power Hour. Uh, that's the change on my end. And for you, I mean, your channel has doubled, like more than yeah. doubled uh, in regards to subscribers. And I think in regards to views, like, Tripled or quadruple, like a lot. I mean, it's yeah, crazy. actually, it has. It's yeah. crazy. So it's crazy. I wanted to bring you back because you know we've gotten to know each other over the last year, and you've joined the boot camp, and I got to work with you really closely with your channel and um, kind of work with you and guide you and help you. And it's been a really fun journey, I know, for me and also for you. So why don't we talk about where you're at? today but what's happened kind of in the last year so we had our I think when we had our interview was about last summer so and you were about a hundred thousand you you hadn't reached a hundred thousand yet I think you were like 90 ish or so and Mm -hmm. you had about four million video views um and so now we're a year later so kind of take us back a little bit kind of what's happened in the last year Wow. Okay. So it's crazy because <laughs> a lot has happened. Yeah. It's crazy because somebody used to tell me this in the beginning of YouTube, um, my YouTube journey, they would say like a year on YouTube is like 10 years. And you're like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. But so much can be packed into that year. And it's very encouraging in a lot of ways for, you know, new creators or people who are just starting on the platform that 
that year, it, you can just tremendously grow and change and evolve, which is just amazing. And I think you can keep doing that. So even if something's not working, I think you can kind of revamp and just, I don't know, but I've got a lot of stuff going on now. I'm at about 14 million views on my channel, which I hope to just double even this year. Like I always have really high goals for mm -hmm. myself, but um, I'm, at, and I'm a little over 200,000 and I've completely niched down, which, you know, I used to fight <laughs> hardcore. Yes. Like yes. that was my problem. <laughs> I was like, I love everything, mm -hmm. but um, we all do. And I think that's a common, um, I don't want to call it a problem because I think it can be a, a pro, but it's a lot of, con, it's a con on YouTube. Um, in life, it's great to be very versatile and have all these different hobbies, but unfortunately YouTube is a beast and it just, it's, it's a computer, you know, so it only knows what you input and then it will just put that out. So for me, I've niched down completely. I'm completely phone fashion and it's very different. It's unique and I really like it. So I've just gone gung ho into something that I was fighting for so long. Why do you think you were fighting? Cause I, I, I know the answer to this is because, you know, we, we work together through this, but why did you feel like with the, with the tech accessories, you, you, there was a point and it was when I feel like it was right around the time you, you joined the boot camp, and, but you might've been feeling it before, but yeah. I remember you saying, oh, I just, you know, I, I don't know, like this tech accessories thing. And yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know if I want to do this. So why did you feel like you were either stuck or you just, you weren't totally satisfied with that? I, looking back and I, it's really funny to think about it because now I'm so solidified in my mm -hmm. decision that it's, it's weird looking back and thinking like, what was going through my mind when I was fighting so hard? And I think it's because, and I don't mind telling people my age or anything, cause I'm proud of, you know, where I am in my life. But I think being a 36 year old woman, who's a mother and living in a world where, you know, my demographic is nine year olds, you know, 14 year olds, and maybe 25 year olds. I might have like a 60 year old here and there, but for the most part, I have young people watching me and and I was very uncomfortable with that, you know, as a professional in my, in my former life, I want to say, um, I worked in corporate, I was taken very seriously. It was really hard for me to believe that I was going to be comfortable in a situation where I've, I felt like I wanted to reach women like me, you know, and I mm -hmm. felt, am I losing my identity because I'm, you know, I have an audience of young people, but then slowly I started realizing, you know, I have a young daughter and she watches videos and sometimes I don't even like the type of videos she's watching. And I realized I have a great opportunity to be a role model and to actually maybe bring something a little bit different to YouTube and maybe even inject some of my wisdom and inspiration and, you know, things like that for people who are probably watching things that maybe their parents don't want them watching. I don't know. But I started to slowly embrace the fact that there are a lot of young people that make up the YouTube audience. And I'm actually very grateful that those people watch my content because it could be the other way around. And I could, you know, not have anybody watching. And at least I have people that are very, very diligently watching YouTube. And that could be a bad thing for some parents to think about. But um, for me, it's, it's a good thing. You know, those are good people to have. And I think I just fought it because I just didn't want to be known for something that I thought was kind of superficial. Hmm, interesting. Know. Yeah. So was it that you, cause I do remember saying like, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm more than tech accessories. Right. There's more to me than that. I don't know if people really get to know me. So, and I know you did go through a transition of like, you know, 
experimenting with other types of videos. And I, I do remember thinking like, God, I think she should stick with this, this tech essential. It's going yeah. good. It's going good. And, and we'll talk about kind of my theories about, you know, niching down on the whole thing. But at the same time, you have to respect the creator. And that's, you know, yeah. in working with uh, creatives and business owners, also like yourself, you have to respect that as their coach. Because if you could tell a person, you know, niche down, niche down, and you have to do this, but if they don't feel it themselves, mm-hmm. Uh, it, it doesn't matter. Like they, they will not be able to create the content that's needed in that niche anyways. If you're not feeling satisfied right. or you're feeling stagnant, people will end up quitting. You know, they'll quit either yeah. or they'll experiment and then it won't go well and then they'll just be done. So it has to come from you, you know, and it needs you, that decision needs to come from you. And so I think going through that process of you experimenting and trying different ones and then kind of, you know, thinking your channel is all over the place and not, I think maybe that a lot of times clarity comes with action. And I think that's actually what happened with you is that you tried a bunch of different types of videos. And then I think you realized I'm just going to go back to what I was doing before. (laughs) Well, it's, it's interesting because I remember looking at my channel one time because I had read some article online about looking at what videos do the best because come on, you know, analytics is very important. I think a lot of times creators, especially newer creators might overlook the power of their analytics. Mm -hmm. And I think that I was, I don't want to say depressed because that's not the right word at all, but I was discouraged in that I would see, I have millions of views um, when you combine my PopSockets videos, let's say, and I have over a million on a few of those videos. So when I used to look every month with my income coming from AdSense, I would say, this is crazy. You know, all of my, like my channel is pop sockets. And I used to get so angry about that. But then I started realizing, you know, you look at those things because it's going to give you a really big clue as to what other people believe in when it comes to you. You know, if you see that most of your videos or your video views are coming from one type of video, you might want to actually look at that. And maybe, maybe your passion comes out in that. And you don't even realize because I'm just putting this as a little side note, because one little epiphany that came into my mind was when I was at YouTube and there was a a guy sitting next to me that has like 5 million subscribers on YouTube, very successful creator. And he never shows his face. He's more of a DIY, um, like 3d printing. He makes these big, big, massive, like even homes, like it's insane. And he gets sponsored by people like Home Depot. So I'm, I'm always looking towards people like that and saying, okay, what would this person say about a channel like mine? Like what advice would this person give me? And we were there for that reason. It was about building, you know, like building a brand and, um, making your channel better. So we were getting opinions from other channels and you had to have, I think a hundred thousand subscribers to go, whatever. So I told him my frustration. I said, I want to do beauty. I want to do this. I want to do that. I'm, I was a lawyer before. And this guy looked at me and he said, you know what? I know you're a lot of things. And I know it's hard for you to think about people coming to your channel and not realizing that you're all those things. But he said, but you know what I'm all about? Success. And when he said that, he was like, I am success. That's who I am. That's what I believe in. And he's like, if I were you, I would go like all in with Mm -hmm. the phone grip stuff, the phone stuff. And he even tricked me into thinking about that because at first he's like, okay, fine, fine. Don't talk about pop sockets. Why don't you, why don't you talk about another grip? I'm sure there's a lot of other phone grip. And I I was like, no, there is no other one. And he's Mm -hmm. like, see, you have passion. Even if it's a phone grip, there's passion there. And those videos come out better 
because of that. That alone can change the way that people view you because if you're doing a video and you're pushing too hard because you want to be like someone else and, you know, that's not going to come People through. sense inauthenticity yes. like yes, that. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I was actually really shocked when I realized, you know, looking at my videos, I saw a different person in those pop sockets videos. And I said, you know, that's not the only videos that are successful on my channel, but I've brought the way that I act in those videos and that passion into other videos, but I have to be passionate about those too. So I can't just like pick up something like a brush and be like, I'm so passionate about this, but I just know that if I don't feel a video, I shouldn't do it. And Mm -hmm. I've, I've been, I've made this mistake even two weeks ago, you know, I'll just put something out to put it out. Mm -hmm. And then I'll realize it's not worth it to post this week. If I'm not posting something that's worth my time, it's okay. Like YouTube is going to be there tomorrow. It's it's okay. Get my bearing straight. Yeah. I mean, everybody gets this thing in their head like, oh, consistency, consistency. And it is important. I mean, it is. I mean, with with the YouTube algorithm, they do reward consistency. But at the same time, you don't want to be uploading crap that you don't believe in. And that that's killer because your existence someone might not come back. Mm -hmm. You know, they might and that's even worse. If you put the bad taste in someone's mouth and then they're like, Oh, I'm unsubscribing. Yeah. And some people are so fickle that they will. I mean, you've seen that. Oh, gosh. I've, yeah. I've looked at my metrics sometimes and I'm like, okay, well, a thousand people unsubscribe. Cool. <laughs> yeah, and it's on a good day. But I'm like, oh, <laughs> boy. <laughs> um, but, and so, and that's the thing when you're, you know, where you're just kind of putting out content to put out content, but, you know, back to kind of your whole, the whole thing yeah. about niching down. I mean, that's a huge thing. And you know this, and because I preach this, that I talk about all in the boot camp, and it's the biggest, one of the biggest thing. And, and honestly, the biggest secret to success on YouTube, the biggest secret is getting highly specialized. Yes. That, I is. mean, that's it. And, and I never would have believed you a year ago. I'd have been like, Eric doesn't know what she's talking about. Like, like I mean, no, you, you, no, you, girl. you fought me when you joined the boot camp. You were like, oh, da, da, and I was just like, and, and there's another reason why for you, especially why I think being specialized is so important, but we'll go into that. But, you know, for anybody, anybody just starting, but anybody even who's been at it for a while, being specialized is where it's at. And, I don't, yeah, underst- I, I totally agree. yeah, and understanding what that is for you. And, and what you have to bring that, that special and unique and how to bring that in a, a very specialized way. And people fight it. People don't always want to do that. And part of it is exactly what you went through is that, well, I'm, I'm more than pop sockets. I'm more than mm-hmm. that. And exactly what that guy said, it's, but you, in a lot of ways to have the success on YouTube that you, you want, that everybody right. wants, you have to get over yourself. You do. You do. You're your worst critic and enemy mm-hmm. and all those things because you, you're very, I think you're very blinded by your wants sometimes. And you just, we all want everything. But mm-hmm. one of the things I think I want to just, um, a little caveat is that I used to also be afraid because I love, I love beauty, you know, like I love makeup. I love skincare. I like being a part of the beauty community. I never thought I wanted to be because I was a tomboy growing up. But as soon as I started getting a taste of being around those brands and having all these beautiful things in my house. I feared that if I wasn't a beauty channel, and this is a really good message to give a lot of people, men and women, because I know a lot of people love beauty and they want to be in that realm. What's really interesting is it has not stopped me because I am still a woman who loves being beautiful. It has not stopped me being in a different niche from brands giving me tons of stuff. And I know that's a big thing for people. I'm not saying that this is what anyone should strive for, so to speak, Mm. but because PR is such a big deal and we see all these creators getting this amazing stuff, 
to the core, I am still who I am. And if I'm wearing, I, I sold 50 lipsticks in a video once. So it's like, you have to remember that whatever you're wearing, whatever you're doing, if you're influential in some way, in some niche, people are going to notice that stuff. And they're going to ask you. And if you put it in your description box or you talk about it, you can even say, you can stop your video and say, if you're wondering what lipstick I'm wearing, it is below in the description box. You don't mm-hmm. have to be a beauty channel to do that. The power comes with you having influence. Influence, and exactly. And it comes with you having an uh, influence over an audience. And sometimes, and, and, and generally, the success today is really when people niche down and they figure out that special place for them on YouTube where they can have this community of raving fans. And right. that's what brands want. Brands want your audience. Brands don't care about anything else other than the fact of whether or not people are going to do what you tell them, to, not what you tell them right. to do, but they are going to be influenced by what that's you're what doing. That's what it means. I and mean, so, if you, that's, why it's, that's yeah. why it's crazy that we're in a world right now where people are buying a lot of, you know, followers and doing this and that. And I know that's a controversial thing. I'm sure there's a lot of articles people can read on it. I'm sure people know a little the gist of what's going on on Instagram and things yeah. like that. I don't know if you can do it on YouTube, but I know Instagram is full of that. And what's, what's hard to remember is you don't need hundreds of thousands of followers to have influence. I just met a girl at Generation Beauty who has probably, I think she has like 4,000 um, followers on Instagram. She is neck to neck with famous, like I want to say like famous um, creators. I mean, she's standing where everybody else is standing, let's just say. Mm-hmm. And the thing is she has influence yeah. when she wears something or does something, hundreds of people buy it. Mm-hmm. You know, like there are people who have hundreds of thousands of followers and there are hundreds of thousands of followers don't they budge. Don't, yeah. Yeah. Cause they don't have that really, they don't have that, that same level of influence. And it's really when you find a specialty and you specialize, those people tend to be even more loyal because they're not well represented. Right. right. Like it's, it's a very specific type of niche, you know, like for you, you know, pop sockets, it's like who, who out there is talking about pop sockets? There's not that many people. And because you're like the person doing it, the other people that are obsessed with pop, pop sockets the same way you are, are going to be like diehards. You have diehard fans. I do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is, it's, it's cool. Like I never thought that, and this is another message to give people that's, I think it is inspiring because, you know, we're always looking, like you just said, to fit in and find, you know, our, our loyal people out there that are going to be fans and that are going to feel like we have a connection. And what's so interesting is I know I've collected, I collect a lot of things like pop sockets isn't the only thing I collect, Mm -hmm. but I chose to be excited about something that I collected and my excitement fueled other people's excitement. Pop sockets, the company didn't even know that this was their demographic. Their demographic in the beginning was, so this is how much you can influence. I'm just saying like, this is how much you can change even a brand. And they didn't even realize that their demographic when they first started were like 30 year old males. Mm. And then when they realized that there was a place for these gadgets to become something of a fashion statement, it changes the game, Mm. you know? So I've always made it my fashion and I've always... I have, you know, 300 of them and they match every single thing I have in my wardrobe. And that's just how I personally show my style. I'm not good at fashion. I don't know how to dress, but I know how to portray my personality through that. Mm-hmm. So that's how makeup is. You know, some mm-hmm. of us don't know how to dress and put a full face makeup on. People could be like, oh, she's so creative. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that's, that's really interesting too, how you did find a unique kind of audience being a female with pop sockets and it not really be the attended 
that intended right. demographic they that were, were shocked by that. Yeah, that's it really interesting. the course of their company in a lot of ways, you know, mm-hmm. and I feel that's just such a cool thing. You never know. You never know who you're influencing. So, yeah, yeah it's crazy. I think that's so cool. And, and, and also going into the whole niche thing, you know, when you are a business owner and when you have a business, I remember telling you this too back when we had like our... our our meeting, our first yeah. meeting after you joined the boot camp, it's like, well, okay, you have a uh, a business uh, mm-hmm. beyond YouTube. You don't just rely on the YouTube AdSense. You no. uh, you have an income, you know, affiliates and things like that. But you do have your online shop, which is very cool. You sell cell phone cases. Yeah. And we were talking about kind of the nitty gritty. Okay, how much do you sell from the cases? Okay, how much from uh-huh. videos and blah blah blah. And the thing is, it's like, well, you you're you're this is a great lead generator for your business. So when you, you know, why would you change that? Like, why right. would you, no, you upload a bunch of, yeah. Why would you upload a bunch of different videos when this is your business and, and you want right. to build this up? Um, Absolutely. And that's, and that's another thing people can remember is, you mm-hmm. know, starting small on YouTube. I mean, there are businesses who, who solely hire people to produce videos on YouTube so that they can get those leads. And mm-hmm. we have such an opportunity. This is a free platform as it stands. You know, nobody's making you pay to be on YouTube. You can create content and it can generate those leads to whatever business you want to create. I mean, I have a friend of mine right now who wants to start her own sunglasses mm-hmm. and people might laugh. People laughed at me. They're like, Oh, cell phone cases. There's enough of those companies. That's fine. Yeah. But but there's always something that's going to set you apart. And when people tell you that, the biggest thing I could tell them is, you know what the difference is? Me. You. So I, that's the thing. People always like, oh, there's a makeup. There's already a makeup brand. There's already this, already that. You think Kylie Jenner thought of that when she was going to? No. Because yeah. you are unique. And so she has was, influence. And so do you. And that, And that's the biggest thing. And this is one of the biggest things that I tell people too, is that so many people... Uh, you know, they're like, oh yeah, I want to make money and blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go on YouTube and make a ton of money. And they have no influence. And yeah. it's different if they have, you know, a pretty successful business and they've got a lot of, uh, they have a lot of funds to put into it and, you know, they can run ads alongside the YouTube thing and this and that. And that that's a different story. That's a different, that's and that's a different approach. But, you know, we're talking about just like normal everyday people who say, oh, I want to get onto YouTube and make a bunch of money. And I think I can work with brands and I can get on, on uh, PR lists and do all this stuff. And and they forget about, but you have no influence yet. Like you haven't built yeah, you have up. to do one thing before you can do the other. I didn't even think about brands mm-hmm. when I was first starting out. I didn't even think of that till later. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing to think of it because I was always thinking about money. Don't get me wrong. Because in the back of my mind, I would never did this as a hobby. Um, I always knew, okay, this is a, a, a vast amount of people, you know, I mean, I yeah. always wanted to look at it as a business, which I think is important. But I think if you are looking at it as a business, most people know that when you start your own business, you don't profit for, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a year or two years. Year, yeah. And at you least. have to be willing to continue. But, but I think you're totally right about the niche thing, because if you think about it, my company is a direct result of what was working on my channel. You know, I would do hauls of iPhone cases and then it just dawned on me one day, I said, why? And I still promote. I'm like the Jeffrey Star of cell phone cases. I'm just saying, like he promotes every <laughs> makeup company and then his own. Yeah. I want to be the same way. And I, I, when I reach out to brands, I say that I say, look, I'm not a company. I'm an influencer. So I'm still going to promote Casemate. I'm still going to be on board with Casely. I still make content for those companies. But at the same time, I knew that I should be selling my own stuff mm-hmm. at some point. You know? And I'm just letting the people out there know that when you are at that point where you know. Because you have to look at what you're selling. If you're not selling anything from anybody else, I don't think it's time for you to branch out on your own. Mm-hmm. Like you have to test the waters mm-hmm. of can I 
impact. I can't do people actually buy things that I'm talking about. Do I and drive sales? Are, basically, right. that's what it comes down to. And if you are, I started my business from nothing. I mean, I got a Shopify account and that's mm-hmm. a story for another day, but it's like when you know you are selling something for other companies, then yes, you can bring that into your own company and start doing that. Let me ask you something. How many, how, how many subscribers did you have when you started your cell phone case company? That was in October of this uh, last year. So I opened on Halloween and I had probably a hundred thousand. We did our interview last June and you had had 150,000. No, not even. No, not even because you joined the bootcamp. I think you're at a hundred and 50,000. Yeah, I didn't have that many because I was growing a little slower right when I hit 100. Mm -hmm. So maybe I think probably like a little over 100,000. Yeah, it wasn't a lot. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a lot because it takes a little while, you know, to like people think like they always say like myths like after you hit 10,000, you grow so fast. After you hit 100, you grow. It's different for everybody. Mm -hmm. So I don't think I had, I think I probably had just over 100. Yeah. And do it. That's, I mean, but for people, you said that's not that much, but for, for a lot of people listening, they're like, oh, that's a lot. You know, um, I think what's more important is the views and the, and the sales, because mm-hmm. if I, if I had, I don't even care if I had 10,000 subscribers, but if I had a lot of sales coming in from one product, cause I, I know like what, where my sales are coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I see my analytics on Amazon and I see my analytics on reward style or magic links. And I saw what people are clicking and I was saying, well, <laughs> if I'm selling that much for companies, why wouldn't I just do this myself? Yeah. And like you said, like people gave you flack and they were like, Hey, you know, we, how, what, who needs another cell phone? Right. Oh case? God. I, heard that. I had friends of mine who aren't even my friends anymore. Yeah. Cause they just like made fun of me. Yeah. And, and how, how so is negative. your cell phone? Like how is oh the my God? Going? It's, it's, I don't, I mean, of course I always say this cause it's true. Mm-hmm. I don't profit as of yet. You know I mean? Because what I'm saying by that and people are always like, what do you mean? You don't profit, you're making money. I'm still learning my company. So I'm learning how to get things made cheaper. I'm still going through manufacturers. I'm still mm-hmm. putting out a lot more money than I'm taking in because that's business. Yeah. And I think, I think a year from now, I'm going to be in a total, I can tell you right now, I'm going to be in a totally different place. Mm-hmm. It's going to be massive. Mm-hmm. And even the plans I have for next year are just massive. And I could have never imagined my life like revolving around something I love so much. Like I'm just like, I'm bathing in, in cell phone cases every day. <laughs> like, well, well, and the ridiculous. thing is too, is like, you know, you have these plans and I even hear kind of more, even like the excitement of like talking to you kind of, uh, once you made that decision, it's like, now you have clarity in what you're yeah. doing and you can, you can think really big. You can think and, and come up with these plans. Whereas before it was like all over the place and it's hard to put that plan in action when you don't have that really clearly defined. And we go and we talk, you know, this is yeah. the, the bootcamp, the clearly defined um, why and your niche and, and all that stuff. What I make on YouTube, let's just say like AdSense versus when you do have your own business and you're trying to build sales. I mean, I make like triple what I would make in AdSense Mm -hmm. in the same month, like selling my own product. So it's just, it's a totally different ballgame. And, you know, you have to come out with quality too. Don't think you can just open up anything. And I mean, I've gone through many iterations of my cases. I'm still growing and that's a learning curve, you know, but it's definitely worth investing in yourself. Mm-hmm. 
when you're at the right point, because YouTube might go away tomorrow. Yeah. You know, and it's scary, but it's not. But, but don't YouTube worry, anyone. Is great. I think YouTube is a great vehicle to, to an end. Like it's a, it's a vehicle to, yeah, vehicle to an end, uh, means yeah. to an end. Uh, you know, for a lot of people, they, they are just YouTubers and they rely on the AdSense and they get like a crazy amount of views. But yeah. most people that are pretty um, kind of business savvy, like yourself, they understand that it's a means to uh, to other businesses. Right. But, but YouTube is a wonderful and amazing platform oh, to build your influence. And, and that's really what I like focusing on with, uh, the boot campers and my clients is, okay, let's build that influence. Let's not put the cart before the horse. Let's yeah. not start the video with, oh, and, um, you know, check out my website and visit my services. <laughs> oh, and here's my video. Oh, it's gosh. like, no, no. I always we... look off if I hear that. I know that's terrible because I know they're trying to hustle and I, I, I respect their hustle so much, Yeah. but I'm like, oh no, another ad. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, a lot of business like... owners, they come onto YouTube and they make that mistake big time. Um, yeah. Uh, and you, but you, you understand this platform, right? And like you said, people, they don't want an ad. They don't want to sit there for an ad. And so I, you know, my approach with you, with the bootcampers is let's build your influence on YouTube. And from there, you don't have to try as hard to work with brands. Brands will come knocking on your door. And if you're niche down, Mm -hmm. a brand is going to know whether you belong in their company. And that's the other thing, you know, um, I've, I've in the past few months and I, it makes me get teary eyed. Cause like to me, if people are in the beauty industry, they'll understand this. If they, if they liken it to like an urban decay or a Mac, you know, reaching out to them. But for me, um, in my realm, like Casemate has always been a company where I've always thought like they are so big and so beyond a little peon like of me, you know, they would probably never give me PR. And like, honestly, I'm like crying because it's so funny. They finally just, you know, gave me a huge PR box and it's, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Cause I'm just like, this is insane. It's one of the biggest cell phone case companies and they're just so amazing. Mm-hmm. And it just, it, I never thought that this would be what I was doing, but they, they respect my art of making things look beautiful. And when you think about it, how many women YouTubers have the type of following you have that are mainly just talking about cell phone cases? (laughs) Like, there's not, like, not, not that many. I don't know. So it's in some ways you've made it easy for them to want to work with you. Yeah, that's, that's, it's so true. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, um, people are going to be seeing this in, in a couple of my next videos. Cause I had to do some sponsored content I had to come out with my old niches because mm-hmm. <laughs> I already, you know, I already Committed. said I was going to do them. So, you know, I, I have some videos coming out though, that I've just been blown away by companies. Just what people fail to realize as well is that we look at companies as if, oh my gosh, this big company, but it's the other way around in a lot of ways. Like we have a lot of power mm-hmm. and these companies are getting a lot of like free advertisement. Yeah. So you should look at it as don't look down on yourself. Like you are, you are something valuable. Mm-hmm. And I know, um, case is another company. A lot of my subscribers are always talking about, wait till you guys see oh, shameless self-promotion, but wait till you guys <laughs> see the video of me unboxing what they gave me. Mm-hmm. Cause honestly, I was below. I was just like, why did they even do this? Like it's, it's above and beyond. Like they wow. customized everything with my font. I mean, they just like studied me. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. But that's but the that's, power of niching down. I'm telling you, that's the power of niching down. You're, you, you're not one of a bunch of people they're doing this with. There's not that many people that are doing this. 
Exactly. You got to find that too. And I think there's a lot of space for people, even if they think like, you know, I know with Emzotic, when I first like met her and saw her Mm -hmm. channel and you helped her with defining her niche, Mm -hmm. there is a market for so many different things. Yeah. There are Yeah. You know, we're bubble. You, you can search on YouTube for things and you can be like, this person has 5 million subscribers and they're doing something you didn't even know existed. Yeah. Like I always think about uh, one of my podcast guests, uh, her, her name is uh, Amber, but Sweet Ams, and she decorates cookies. That's like her, that's all she does. She decorates cookies and she has like million followers on Instagram, million followers on, on Facebook, million followers on YouTube, and she just decorates cookies. <laughs> that's all she does. I love that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so cool. And, you know, for those of you listening, you're like, oh, you know, what do I, what do I niche? Da, da, da. How do I niche down? I mean, that's, it's, you know, it's it definitely like you have to like look inside yourself. Like I, there's this like whole process I do in the boot camp, but you have a niche inside you. Every single person yeah. does every single, cause every single person comes from a unique set of experiences and it might not be so black and white, like Kimberly is like, Oh, cell phone cases. You know, it might be a demographic niche. It might be, you know, a twist of a niche, a niche mm-hmm. combo. Like there's so many different types of niches and um, you just kind of have to settle into that place. And, and that's where you'll find, that's where you'll find your audience. That's where you'll find uh, your joy. That's, that's where you'll find kind of your happy place on YouTube. It's true. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. And it all comes from being like yourself. You can't look at another person and be like, oh yeah, I'll do my videos like that person because there are channels. I just found this out today because I was watching, um, I think I was watching like Shane Dawson or something, but there mm-hmm. is a channel dedicated to like reviewing public restrooms because oh probably the person was on, on a trip or something. And they like went into a public restroom like, oh my God, you know, or like, they were like, wow, this one's really clean. And who knows that maybe they're very, and it sounds silly, but I'm being serious. Like maybe that is their passion that they wanted to help people, you know, who are traveling or whatever the case may be. There are always, things that other people are going to watch mm-hmm. that you just don't know what they are until you maybe get true to yourself. Like I went through your program and mm-hmm. I know, I know that was my biggest problem is that I had never been quiet enough, like without letting in influences from the internet and mm-hmm. what everyone else is doing. I wasn't ever quiet enough to just say, who am I? Like, what do I really care about when I wake up in the morning? Like what makes me happy? I forced you. Remember I told you? I was like, (laughs) stop listening to everybody else. Do the work. Do the workbook. I'm like, this person said this, and then I watch this, and this person's doing this. And it was such a... Uh, yeah. You have to quiet your mind. And sometimes the, the best answers, that, that's why a lot of, for, for the bootcamp, and you can speak to this, it's a it's a pretty like, especially the niche process and the why, it's pretty in depth. And you don't know this, Kimberly, because I added even more. I added I like- a little bit of what you're doing and I'm so excited. Yeah. Like I can't even contain my excitement because I, I don't know. I just know how good the bootcamp was that I was in. So I just know that whatever you're going to do next is going to be mind blowing. And I'm just waiting because I have so many other plans too. And I, I can, oh, you can always get better. Yeah. You know, so if anything that can make me better, why would I not do that? I, exactly. And you're in the VIB club and I've actually not really talked about it publicly, but I'm going to, because oh, it's okay. something that, uh, you know, I want the next round of bootcampers to be aware of. And basically yeah. the, the Kimberlayer is part of it. And we have an awesome group of people. Oh, I love it. Aren't they amazing? I mean, they're, it's this... like my, honestly, it's like my lifeline because <laughs> I, I have been alone for so long. Like literally all of us creators are in a home or in a room by ourselves. And I don't know, this is like my lifeline. Like yeah. I can't, I 
can't live without people around me that are doing the same thing. It's very, it's, and so the VIB club basically is a very important boot camper club, and it's the monthly program after the boot camp. So I only offer it to people that have gone through the program, and it's kind of like an add on that that you know, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. They have to kind of know exactly that stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like you have to go through it. You have to, and you guys all had gone through it together, like and, the initiation phase. Yeah. <laughs> And now we have a monthly program. And so, um, and you guys, you know, anyone who's in it can, you have to have gone through the boot camp, but it's subscription after that. And you can kind of, you know, cancel it when you want and all that. And I'll get more into detail later. But the point is, this is a monthly, uh, like a community. And I hop on weekly and do weekly coaching calls with everybody. So everyone kind of really gets to know each other. And we've got our accountability groups in there. So we got a lot of fun stuff. We have a lot of stuff going on. Sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, there's like 40 things I haven't done yet. Uh, (laughs) There's so much to look at. There's so many things to learn. And I'm like, I have to go back four weeks. (laughs) see what I missed. But it's awesome. So that's the that's the monthly VIB club, and that's available to anybody who has gone through the boot camp. And uh, Kimberly, what I love is that Kimberly, is, you're so giving with your advice, and you're so there and willing to help people, which is awesome. Oh, awesome! Yeah, uh, thanks. I I try to. I I think I needed that in the beginning, and there wasn't. And still today, I mean, you know this, Erica. There's a lot of people who won't give. I hear the same advice over and over again, and it irritates me because I'm like, come on there's more, you know, like this person's not giving it up. Like they're just saying the same thing, like be consistent. Uh, This is how I grew. And I'm like, come on now. Like tell me a little bit more more about your struggles or yeah. Like tell me me what you really did. So I get, I I love giving people advice. I mean, that's, I live for that too. I I don't know what I would do if I couldn't give information. And that's why I love being a creator, but, um, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's awesome because we've got so many different people in there and people have different levels, people just beginning and people like Kimberly uh, that are, you know, have experience. But at any point in your journey, and that, that that's what it is about being a creative and even being an entrepreneur, at every point in their journey, you can always learn more and yeah. learn from other people. Because I know people are like, why do you need to, you know, and I'm like, what? I mean, if you're a teacher, if you're anyone, anyone, you have to do continuing education mm-hmm. and you have to continuous, continuously be on alert of what's changing in your industry and YouTube changes so fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. And so I think, you know, wrap up our conversation yeah. on this, um, you know, with your niche. So where are you exactly today with your channel? Where I am today is I was um, calling, and I think we've talked about this a little bit, but I was calling everything tech accessories. And that's just um, a word that one of my friends, you know, told me about because Amazon sells, they have a whole list of tech accessories and you can look on that and it's an actual thing. But um, right now I've been thinking on this for so long and the word tech, I think it confuses people and they're like, oh, she's going to be like reviewing, you know, cords or something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just didn't want to get that in people's mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I've just gone 100% into phone fashion. So from, and it's going to take me about a month or two to really get in line with my content because I am doing things a lot differently now. I'm thinking ahead. Now that I have my niche, I know exactly what videos I want to put out and what's going to make sense for my audience. So right now I'm with phone fashion and I have plans to do a lot more 
you know, I want to say lookbooks and it's really strange and you guys are going to be like, what? Cause it's a phone, but, um, just wait and see. Mm-hmm. But right now I just, and this isn't a secret. I mean, it's going to come out this month. Um, so I just, uh, made a deal with pop sockets and it's something that I've been waiting for for so long. And even my subscribers have been waiting for it for so long because they love me and they're always like, when are they going to work with you? <laughs> but, um, I am, you know, their number one influencer and they send me everything and it's really cool. But that's cool and everything, but um, I, I love when people say like PR don't pay the bills, and it yeah, doesn't. I mean, yeah, my makeup palette's not going to pay the bills. Um, but I'm I'm going to be working with them, and we're going to come out with you know my own line and things like that. That's and so cool. I've got some other charity things I want to do that are really close to my heart, and um, I'm hoping a lot of people will get involved with that because. I don't just want to, I always say this, but like, I don't just want to build my own company. I think that's great and everything, but I think what's better is giving back. And Erica, Mm -hmm. you do this all the time. I mean, that's, I I always believe in giving. And then Mm -hmm. when you're giving, it's just, it's just what you put out is what what comes back to you. Mm -hmm. So I am going to be first putting out a big initiative with PopSockets for charity. Oh, I love that. Yes, that'll be coming. Have you picked the charity yet or is that still? If anybody has any ideas of what they would love, and I'm trying to get ideas that are going to be cohesive with who I am, but Mm -hmm. are also things that all of us care about. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm I'm going towards either, you know, um, well, it's going to be something with women. I mean, you know, because come on out, we got to empower the young young women out there who Mm -hmm. are going to change the world. So I'm really... I'm really into that. But if anyone has any ideas, I'm still looking. <laughs> I that's so quickly, cool. That's so that. cool. Yeah. And I do want to bring up the the fact that you have your second channel. And I think this is really important for people to, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you know, Kimberly has her second channel, the life of Kimber. And what, where do you, what do you see as like kind of the life of Kimber channel? Well, at first I thought it was just going to be, um, I, I, I mean this in an endearing way, but like the garbage disposal, you know, <laughs> so I, was like, I would just throw anything over there that I know is not really supposed to go on my channel. But the thing with people like me, and I'm sure you've seen this with a lot of other creators, we need an outlet, you know, mm-hmm. like there are days when I really do want to rant. Like I just put out a, a funny video. I would say it's kind of depressing, but it was about an experience I had at Subway, you know, and those are not like, that's not going to work on my channel. Like brands yeah. don't want to see that. But on the other hand, you know, I'm a person. And I think that if I want to try a new beauty product or I want to do a, a, something for my skin, there are a small, a very small amount of people who do want to see that from me, mm-hmm. you know, and that's their choice. If they don't want to subscribe to it, guess what? They don't have to even, you know, they don't have it shoved down their throat. If they came for one thing and then all of a sudden I'm like, you came for pop sockets, but you're going to get a skin mask. You're like, what? yeah, you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? So that's my second channel. And, um, it's just me. And for right now, there's no real direction. However, I will say that what I kind of liken it to is more of a lifestyle channel because I'm not going to be vlogging all the time. I know I call it my vlogging channel, but more or less, I see it as more of morning routines, you know, what I do in my daily life, maybe some of my entrepreneur stuff so people can see, you know, what I do and how Mm -hmm. I've done some of the things I do, but it's more of a lifestyle channel. You know, it's just, it's just going to be things that people have been asking me to do. So basically like things that, that you're inspired to do and that people ask you to do that aren't really related to phone fashion. Yeah. It's a hobby. It's Mm -hmm. not monetized. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it ever will be. I don't, I'm not looking at it and this is what makes it so great. I'm purely looking at it as a place where literally I'm pretending like I'm talking to my friends and I'm not like, you don't talk to your friends earning, trying to earn money. Right. I mean, you just like (laughs) go out with friends. You're not expecting them to be like, and also, um, click my (laughs) app. 
but it's like <laughs> use my affiliate link <laughs> yeah here's a 10 percent off with code kimber but i'm just like <laughs> this is a place where i can just be myself and you know what if it takes off great if not guess what i have my business packed into another channel and that's mm-hmm. sort of my my serious channel and this is a fun place where i can just be myself and i'm not worried about it I, and I think that's a really important point too, for people listening that, you know, what happens is a lot of people get, you know, they get scared also to niche down because they're afraid to kind of put everything in one basket. And the thing is, is that, you know, I'm a big advocate for niching down. I do truly believe that really is in this day and age, the key to success on YouTube. But, you know, people are afraid, but like, yeah, what if I have something else I want to do or talk about, you know, at some point, I think that, you know, when you're starting off and you're building, you know, you're building your empire on YouTube, you want to focus on something, but you can't always, you know, once you've gotten to the size, say where Kimber's at, or even smaller than you, I mean, yeah. you had your second channel when you were smaller, like you can have this, you know, another channel and you can every now and then just, like you said, kind of dump something in there that you yeah. are inspired to do, but doesn't relate to your main niche and you put never it know. in there. You never you know. You never know. Sometimes, I mean, I think Gary V was one of the people who, you know, had two channels and the channel that he was more or less ranting on is the one that's big now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you just you, never yeah. know. Yeah, you just don't. And, you know, and I love Shane Dawson and I think about how long I've been watching him. And, you know, I don't know if he ever thought he would have the impact he does now, but he's just being 100% himself. Mm -hmm. And there are people out there that are going to love that. Mm -hmm. And you just never know who's going to love it. I might offend, you know, nine out of 10 people, but that one person could be like my new fan, Mm -hmm. you know? So Mm -hmm. I just encourage people to be themselves. And if you don't be afraid, but don't have expectations, because that's what's, that's what hurts us is not, not the fear of starting a new channel. Cause come on, let's face it. It's a push of a button. You know, you put a banner up in a little profile picture and you're like, Hey, yeah. <laughs> I have a new channel. I mean, I've done that like every month of my life. I know, you have so but many little channels. I, it is. But the expectations is what hurts us. Cause mm-hmm. if we think like, Oh, I'm going to get a million views. I have to, I have to be posting every week. I gotta, that can really hurt you. Cause then you're not having fun. And now you're just trying to start another business and it's just gotta be, it's got to be solely like, this is no expectations. Mm-hmm. And if it takes off, awesome. And that's I mean, it. that's and fine, referring to it, like a second channel. Right. Yeah. Not your yeah. main channel. Like yeah. your main channel. I hate calling it the main channel. The one that you're focusing on and niching down should definitely be treated differently. Mm-hmm. That you should be consistent. You should be serious. But if you have the passion to just, let's say, talk, you know, like maybe your talking channel will do really well. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. don't think of it as this has to hit. Because if you are, those are the times when things don't even work. Yeah. Like when I don't try my videos, I'm not kidding. Like when I don't try, I like woke up. I don't even look good that day. I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this video. that I'm gonna... Those are the videos of mine that I've done so well. And the ones that I prepare like, oh, it has to be so perfect. Those are the ones that usually you're trying too hard. Yeah. You know, you, you when you're trying too hard, it's not your authentic self. Mm-hmm. And people sense it very, it's like they sense it. Gotta have fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, totally. So, I mean, it's been so much fun, like catching up to you and, you know, it's been amazing working with you and it continuing to work with you because you're going to be part of the next boot camp. You're part of the VAB club. So yeah. So I'm excited to have you. So why don't you tell people a little bit, maybe a little bit about the boot camp, or if they're on the fence yeah. or not sure or thinking about it, kind of like a little bit of your experience with it. Oh, okay. So I heard about it. And right when I heard about it, I was like, okay, this is going to be really cool. Cause I've listened to your podcast for a long time and I just have seen other people's success stories and heard that. So I joined and I have to say, 
I mean, you know this and people can look, but I had, you know, one of my biggest videos and granted it was not really in my niche, yeah. but, today, <laughs> but it wasn't about what the, what the topic was. The fact that I was in the boot camp and I was learning so much about myself, I gained confidence that I have never really had, you know, on YouTube. And I was able to kind of be myself. And I did a video just being myself. And that video got half a million views within, like, I want to say a week. I don't even know. Yeah. Like it was insane. And I have to say, you know, being a part of the boot camp, it's really special and I can't explain it. You would have to go through it yourself. And for the people on that out there that are on the fence are not sure if they want to do it. Like I just said, I think in any any career, you always have to be continuing to educate yourself. And it's not only that, it is, I feel like I'm really trying to sell something, but no, this is really who I am, I swear. I'm like, thank you. Oh my God. It's exactly how I talk anyway, but like, because I get so excited about things, but it was the accountability. Because think about it, we don't get to connect with many people that are on the same page. Like our family doesn't understand us most of the time. They're like, why do you care if you didn't get any lights? Or like, you know, you're like, no, you don't understand. But having that accountability and you doing like the personality tests and matching us, I don't know if they know that, but like matching us with other creators that we might have stuff in common with. And then being in the little Marco Polo groups. And literally I go on there every day. I mean, this is like a new daily routine. I mean, when I do my daily routine video is probably going to be on my daily routine video because when I wake up, I'm like, did anyone mark up? Did anyone leave a polo? Oh my God. I wonder what's going on today. So it's just the accountability and knowing that we're learning something new all the time yeah. and connecting with new people all the time. So I'm really glad I did it. I would not have changed it because I learned so much. Oh, well, thank you. Those are really nice words. Thank you. And I, I am proud of you too, because I know you went through a lot, you know, emotionally. And- I'm thinking of some of my rants that I did on there and I'm like so embarrassed of how confused I was when I first started. No, I mean, it's, it, it, but it's good. I mean, and, and that this is the industry, you know, when you're on YouTube, it is a very, very vulnerable platform. Yeah. You are presenting yourself every aspect of it. You are doing the on-camera work. You're doing the editing. You're doing the production. You're deciding what content. And so it is very, it is a very like raw and very vulnerable thing that all of you are doing. Listen, all of you who have this YouTube channel and you know, and, and you have these emotions and things like that. And it was, it was very cool, you know, working with you and seeing that success of that channel. I mean, sorry, the video where you were so, you went, yeah. you were just so yourself. So raw. And it's like, I'm like, just be you don't, you know, don't like, uh, just, just be this, be the person that I see that, yeah. you know, is talking to the other boot campers that is talking to me, like, just do that. And then you put that out there and then it was a huge video and then you created a series out of it and yeah. you're, I mean, that it was huge. That was, it was I got amazing. recognized in public because of that video like really? numerous times. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I couldn't believe it. Cause like my whole YouTube career or whatever, you know, it'd be noticed here and there at like VidCon or something, but mm-hmm. to be like out and someone say like, Oh my God, are you the girl that did Halo beauty video? Oh and gosh. I'm like, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> and they are so appreciative. They're like, Oh my God, you taught me how to swallow pills. I'm like, Oh my God, I don't know if I want to be telling your mom that, but Um, but you know, it's a vitamin. So, but yeah, I was just so blown away by being myself and it's taught me that that is what I need to bring into Mm -hmm. all of my videos. Yeah. Yes. Just, it's something I had to learn because we're afraid to be ourselves, but 
there's going to be people out there that really do love you and respect you for being you. Mm -hmm. Totally. I love that. That's an amazing note to end on. Thank you so much, Kimberly, for coming on here for, you know, this is the second time and that your people can hear you and see your journey and your story. And I know that I got a lot of people commenting on the first time that you were on the show, how much they love you know, what you shared and all that. So I know people are going to be excited to hear you again. And so for those of you listening who are new to the podcast and haven't heard Kimberly's first interview, I will link it in the show notes. Uh, and where can people find you? This is going to be weird, but instead of giving you my name, if you just, <laughs> if you just put in pop sockets, uh, just like it sounds, pop sockets. Um, I'm going to come up because I'm there. And that's the easiest way because no one can spell Kimberlea. And they're like, what? B-Y, what? So pop sockets is there and you'll see me. And, I, you know, you'll recognize Kimberlea when you see it. But that's how you can find me. That's how I always awesome. tell people to find me. Search. See, that's what happens when you have a niche. You search <laughs> pop sockets in YouTube and your face comes up. Yeah, it does. <laughs> that's amazing. All right. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank right. you. Bye. Bye. Well, there you go. That is our interview. And if you enjoy this, please give the podcast a review. It helps so, so much. And if you're thinking about possibly enrolling in the upcoming Zero to Influence YouTube Bootcamp, then I encourage you to get your name on the wait list for extra goodies and bonuses and to have the first opportunity to enroll before it is open to the public. So head on over to ericaviera.net forward slash bootcamp. That's spelled Erica with a K, E-R-I-K-A-V-I-E-I-R-A dot net forward slash bootcamp. And I will see you next week. Without hesitation, I signed up for Erica's bootcamp this year and it just wrapped up recently and it seriously changed my life. Because of this bootcamp, I was able to capitalize on a current trend and gain over 10,000 views on one of my videos. Before this bootcamp, I was lucky if I could get 100 views. Bootcamp is for you if you, like I was, are putting a lot of time and effort into your channel without seeing tangible results. I even hit my goal of 5,000 subscribers during the bootcamp, growing almost 2,000 subscribers in just 90 days. You know, during the bootcamp, I had some breakthroughs and gained, I don't know how many subscribers in one month, I think 10,000 from the bootcamp. During the time of the bootcamp, one of my videos even hit 70,000 views and I surpassed 1,000 subscribers. I have created relationships where I will be friends with people for life. My channel is at 18,400 subscribers now. I have increased my watch time by about 30 or 40 seconds, which is awesome. I feel kind of like an SEO genius now, and I feel like my videos have a better quality to them overall. I feel like taking this boot camp helped me to really niche down and find that one area that I was super passionate about making videos about. I started this boot camp with only 9,000 and 138 subscribers. Now I have 11,375 subscribers and it's just growing each and every day thanks to Erica. Even after the first week, I knew that the bootcamp was one of the, do you know what, the best decision I had ever made for myself, let alone just my YouTube channel. Do you work really hard on your YouTube channel, listen to all the marketing experts and do all the hacks, tricks, and strategies, but are just not seeing the results that you want? Or are you lost as to where to start? Does the platform seem overwhelming with a lot to learn? And are you yearning for a community of people who understand your vision of being a YouTube influencer? Hi, I'm Erica Vieira, 
And if you answered yes to any of those questions, I want you to seriously consider the Zero to Influence YouTube Bootcamp. You will be joining the hundreds of bootcampers who have discovered their unique niche and have clarity with their purpose on YouTube. This isn't just another course about YouTube. This is an experience and an opportunity for you to really discover your unique purpose and niche on YouTube, which will translate into views, subscribers, and most importantly, influence and impact. Let me change your life, or at least let me change your YouTube channel for the better. Go to ericaviera.net forward slash bootcamp to add your name to the waitlist so you are first to be notified when I open enrollment. I look forward to seeing you on the inside. ericaviera.net forward slash bootcamp.